Today's Torah is sponsored by Yitzi and Hannah Landau in honor of the Yurtzeit of Hannah's grandfather Chaim Alter ben Moshe David, in honor of his Yurtzeit. May his soul have an ascent and may be a good advocate for his whole family. We know that as we enter the Holy Day of Hoshana Rabbah, that Hoshana Rabbah is actually the seventh and last day of Sukkot. Shemini Atzara says it's on Yontif. And so we understand that there's something in Hashanah Rabbah in this very holy special day that is somehow the ultimate message of Sukkot that we have to take with us for the rest of the year. And of course we know who's the Ushpizen, who's the guest that dominates, that's there the most on the seventh day. All the Ushpizen are there all the time, but of course on the seventh day is the Ushpizen of David Malka Meshicha, David HaMelech. David HaMelech, the beginning of the Davidic dynasty, from who eventually Mashiach is going to come. David HaMelech is the Ushpizen of the seventh day. And the Gemara at the beginning of Brachis says, one of the most fascinating pieces of Gemara, as far as I know, historically, this is the first alarm clock. I don't know, maybe historically somebody knows something earlier. But the Gemara says that David HaMelech, every night at Chatzos, exactly at midnight, would want to arise to serve Hashem, to sing to Hashem. Like it says in Tehillim 119, Chatzos Laila Okum Lahoides Lecha. I get up at Chatzos, exactly at midnight, to serve you Hashem, to sing to you Hashem. And so David HaMelech would want to be able to wake up to be able to get to that exact chatzai. So the Gemara says that he would hang his harp, his kinor, in such a way that exactly at midnight when the northern wind would blow, it would blow through the kinor, the strings or whatever, in such a way that it would make music and wake him up. He hung up his kinar, he hung up his harp in such a way that the northern wind that blows exactly at Chatzos at midnight would wake him up. Chatzos Laila Okum, I wake up at Chatzos at midnight to serve you, Hashem. But there's a piece from the Zohar where the Zohar Kodesh says that Kimas Chatzos Malchusa Dile Talia. That it's not just that it happens to be that David Melech got up at midnight, which of course is the darkest moment of night. It's not just that he happened, that's when he got up. Of course, there's also an Indian of Chatzos, but it's even deeper than that. The Zoyer says that Malchusa delay b'haitalia, that David Melech waking up at midnight, his whole Malchus, the whole kingdom of David Melech, the whole kingship of what it means, David Melech, is dafka tolui, hangs, is based on is precipitated on him waking up at midnight, being able to sing Tashem at midnight. What does that mean? So you know, when it comes to David Melech, there are probably not as no other biblical figure that's as much maligned and spoken of as if Chas did bad things like King David. Of course we know. In fact, it says in Kisvei Ramban, the Ramban, Nachmanides, when he talks about the idea of the Merkava, we know that Ha'oves hein hein ha'merkava, Merkava is the divine chariot that's explained in Yechezkel, Ezekiel chapter 1. The chariot of God, through which the vehicle through which God's light enters the world, through which God's majesty is revealed in this world and His light enters the world. The chariot, the Merkava. And Chazal teaches, Ha'avais hein heina Merkava, that the patriarchs, they themselves were the divine chariot. In other words, there are human manifestations of what's talked about in Yechezkel Perk Aleph, and that's real tzaddikim, the ultimate tzaddikim, are Merkava for Elokus, they're chariots for godliness. 
And so Chazal say that the Ovis, Av Mitzik and Yaakov were Merkava, and they asked the Ramban, but of Merkava, Sharid has to have four wheels. And the Ramban says, Umihu regal haravisha be Merkava, hu adeneinu David Malka Mashicha. The Ramban almost says, like, it's mamash like a chiddish. Who's the fourth wheel of the Merkava? David Amelech. David Amelech is the fourth wheel of the chariot of God, but it's a chiddish, it's a novelty one might think, because, again, you know, when you read the stories of King David in the Bible, they don't seem to reflect very well. I mean, the stories with David and Bathsheba, Avigail, etc., etc. David and Melech lived a life that one might think, Khalila, was being in midnight. And the truth is, he was in midnight. He fell to these places. Rabbi Tzaddik says that's the difference between the children of Rachel, who was beautiful, Yosef, Hatzadik, beauty, he was called beautiful also, the Indian of Tzaddikim that never fall. Shaul HaMelech, that comes from Rachel, of course, from Binyamin. We know sages teach him that he was like a child, that he never sinned. These are Tzaddikim on extremely high levels that never come to sin. Like Yosef was able, Yosef Hatzadik was able to withstand sin, but the world of Leah, of Tefillah, Rachel is Torah. The world of Leah, of tefillah, of crying, is the world of Bali Tshuva. Leah was supposed to fall into the lot of Esav. And we know that there's a lot of all the stories in Chumash that are the eyebrow-raising stories, whether it's Lod and his daughters, Yehuda and Tamar, Rus and Boaz, Dovin and Batsheva, all these are stories where seemingly people fell into midnight, into darkness. But all those relationships are from whom Mashiach comes. His Malchus depends on waking up at midnight. The world of Balei Tshuva. The fourth wheel of the Merkava are those that are able to bring God into the midnight, into that place of darkness. That's the fourth wheel of the Merkava, the Balei Tshuva. The Gemara says, The David and Melech really mitzad him. He wasn't worthy for any of the nefilas, what seemed like chatoim, any of these stories that seemed like sins. It wasn't worthy of David and Melech. It happened in order to show tshuva to us, because where David Melech Yisrael chai v'kayim, Hashanah Rabbah finishes off with the koyach of David and Melech, the David that David Melech Yisrael chai v'kayim. I always say that that's why it's so interesting. You go to like, Sometimes these reform or conservative simchas that, unfortunately, there's not that much Jewish music, but when they have very often a token Jewish dance, it'll be David, Melech Yisrael, Chai V'Kayim. It's like a mishachist. What do they, what do they, what's the dafka? That's what they're singing, the David, Melech Yisrael, Chai V'Kayim, the David, Melech Yisrael is alive. And the answer is yes, we are. And they're singing that they are part of David Melch's Malchus, that it's our job to bring Mashiach to the world. That's what they are saying. And so we are that fourth regal of the Merkava, of that divine chariot. And sometimes we fall into these midnights that we can't even imagine, we can't understand. Why would God want us to fall into such stuff? But the answer is because Malchusa, Baha'i Talia, David Melch's Malchus is Vensach, is Tolui that he wakes up at midnight and serves Hashem and sings to Hashem, even from that place of midnight. He was the one that showed the secret of tshuva, that the secret of tshuva is that Hashem wants, that even from that place of darkness, even from there, we should serve Hashem and still sing to Him. That's why we sin. To sing to Hashem even from that place of darkness. And so we know that Sukkis is the yontav of Bali tshuva. Nisan, Chassidah says, is a Vedas tzaddikim. We right away came to the highest level. Tishrei is... 
Melamata Lamaila, we have to work to get close to Hashem. It's the Indian of Tshuva. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Tshuva, and Sukkot is the holiday of Tshuva, of the second Luchos, of Tshuva. Now we celebrate the Tshuva of Yom Kippur, that's what Sukkot is. We live with that gilui, that revelation of how we touch God in the deepest way, Dafka through Tshuva, that becomes manifest in the Sukkah. The smoke of the Keturus and the Holy of Holies becomes the Schach of the Sukkah, and we live in that for seven days, and then the ultimate message, the ultimate Ushpizen, is David Melech that teaches us that we should know that we've been celebrating the Koyach of Tshuva, that that reveals that the whole reason one fell into sin to begin with was because Malchusa delay Talia, that Malchus of Mashiach depends on every one of us from any place we ever find ourselves, any place of darkness, to make there a sukkah, to sing to Hashem in that place, and through that eventually reveal God's essence throughout the world with the coming Mashiach Tzidkenu.